0: Hey everyone, it's Dave and Jeff. It's Thanksgiving weekend. It's Sunday, December first. As we uh, sit and record, <laughs> record this show, you're so disgusted about already.
1: I I hate the end of uh, a break with your kids, or well, not your kids. Yeah, your but kids mean when great. they have to go back to school. Yeah, it's been great because the last time we were here, I think we were down here Tuesday night. Yeah. And then uh, 24 hours later, started a four-day weekend with my kids. Your kids
0: didn't have the whole week off, huh? Oh, they did.
1: They had had the whole week, but I didn't. Um, I had Thursday and Friday. But, yeah, they had the whole week off. And so, yeah, we just hung out, man. We just hung out and goofed off for four days, and it was great. And then tonight, you're kind of like, oh, man, they got to get back to school. I got to get back to work. Yeah. And... My son, Jack, was laughing tonight. He goes, yeah, in a couple of weeks, we got a five-day. I go, oh, God, you think I'm complaining now? Wait till that happens. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But it was great, man. It was great. I hope everybody out there had a really nice Thanksgiving with the weather and everything else going on.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. You, you know what? One of the things I would like to see changed, because we all know, I mean, come on, you, you know, the guys that go to work Monday through Friday, we all yeah. know from Thanksgiving to the end of the year, everybody's Completely. fucking off. Everybody's fucking off. I mean, that's just the way it is. And if you go to Europe, everybody takes off the entire month of August. Yeah. It's one of those things where month of August, it's done, and basically everybody does their vacation time, whatever else. Even if you go to a psychiatrist, a psychiatrist will say, hey, I take August off. Everybody knows that that's what usually happens. But for us, we all know no work is fucking getting done. If you happen yeah. to be out of a job oh, right now. Oh, my God, the worst. Good fucking luck because yeah. you, the best chance of you interviewing for a job is basically mid-January and then maybe get yeah. hired in February and it, it's a long fucking run. More people get fired the day before Thanksgiving than any other day of the year. Well, I didn't get fired, so no, that's a didn't. good sign. <laughs> I'm um, trying to think. Have we been fired before Thanksgiving?
1: Not, not that I remember. Not at that time. Although, no, December.
0: December 7th, we got fired. It's
1: really funny. Looking at a Facebook memory, Josh (laughs) Rosenberg and I, 2012, we were at the Wooden Classic on December 1st, which was a Saturday night. And we're in Anaheim. We're under the basket. We're watching the game, everything else. yeah. And six days later, you're out, he's out, Sherrod's out. Yeah. And basically, I was out. I just was like, God, that's it. But it was a weird time. Because even though things were going all right at 1090, um, things weren't all right at 1090, if that makes sense. I don't know if it would to anybody listening, but for those of us that were in the middle of it, it just had a weird vibe to it. And then, yeah, I looked at that picture today. I go, God, I remember remember Josh and I sitting there under the hoop and just, we've all been through it. When you have that job and it just feels... Like your necks on the chopping block, it just felt like the other shoe was going to fall at some point, and then yeah, six days later we all left there.
0: You know, my point was as far as Thanksgiving, you almost wish we just said, okay, look, here we go. Thanksgiving through the end yeah. of the year, hey, it's family time with with your kids, your family. and You're, you're going to get paid for it. You know what I mean? I wish you wish. I mean, kind of, what well, my point was, kind of like what they do in August in Europe that we do that here in the United States, because it, it is the nicest we are ever to each other. Yeah. I mean, it only takes till about January 2nd to we're all cocksuckers to each other again, <laughs> you know?
1: I'm the guy, and I don't know, Dave, what it is, but for me to stay even-keeled, I need to have something that I'm looking forward to coming up in the not-too-distant future. I'm the same way. Yeah? Yeah. Otherwise, if I have nothing, like if I'm not counting down to something... Yeah. It's really, Do you think most
0: people aren't like that or are like that?
1: Uh, no, I think we're really weird. I think most <laughs> people just go on with their lives. Just, and
0: they're every like, day, you know, just get up and stay in the yeah. same routine. Oh, man, that's that's wild. I mean, to not look forward to anything.
1: Because uh, little things that I look forward to. Next Saturday, I subscribe to that Dopey DAZN channel. What's that? Uh, D-A-Z-N. It's the fight channel. Oh, okay. And it's where uh, Canelo and Triple G, those guys are, but... Uh, next Saturday morning, they've got the Andy Ruiz fight. It's from Saudi Arabia, but that fight goes off at like 10 o'clock in the morning, which would be great. So you kind of look forward to that. Then the following week, we have our company Christmas party, which is always great. Yeah. Two days after that Cost And I go to Oakland Yeah. and that's the 15th. And then, um, you know, you come back and you go, all right, well, I worked the week of the 16th and then it's five days off. So, you you look forward to it and you go, Oh yeah, okay, I guess I can just count down and make it. But man, when especially for divorced parents, when you when you say goodbye to your kid today after you've hung out with him for the last Wednesday, Thursday Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all day, Sunday, and then you're like, Well, I won't see you again till Wednesday. Wednesday'll be here in the blink of an eye, yep. but you're like, Ah, it sucks, man. It's a drag. Do you do much you, easier today than it was two years you ago? Did
0: you have the boys uh, on Thanksgiving Day?
1: I actually was with them and their mom. Okay. And her mom and then a neighbor. It was super cool. Really cool. We went out. I picked up my son, Jack, on Wednesday night, and we just went running around. We went running around North Park, and he. I wonder, Dave, if Jake and Josh were this way. Was there one of them? That was more of a night owl than the other one. Now my sons are twins. Your yeah. guys were a couple of years yeah. apart, but do you have a son that was more of a night? Jake owl? Jake used
0: to say all the time to me that he needed to move to a big city. That San Diego yeah. was too small for him. He goes, "I'm moving to New York or L.A. when I get older." I can see that because this this town is too small. I need something to do. Like Jake loved going to L.A. more than anybody I ever knew. Like he yeah, he. City. he he wanted to feel the energy, everything else. That's when we talk about how things changed with him, that all of a sudden he was the kid that was never in the house to the kid that would never leave the house, that things are dramatically wrong. But, he, um, yeah, he, he was he was that guy. Now, Josh, all of a sudden, who's you know mid-20s, has mm-hmm. sitting there and said, hey, I just want to experience things. Like the, He was supposed yeah. to go on a trip a couple months ago to Italy that he was saving up for. Well, the person he's supposed to go with it fell through. He just changed his flight and went to Thailand. had no desire, awesome. no plans of going to Thailand, decided to go to Thailand for two weeks. And so for him, it's everything's about experiences. He always uses the line that I think is a great line uh, in life is nobody remembers the time you stayed home. Yeah. And right. just there, you always got to get out.
1: Well, I had a friend say to me the other day, man, you guys are out every day. And I said, I've had too many people pass away at a young age. Uh, life's about making memories. Yeah. And I said, we're a little obsessed with it. And this person who financially is struggling said, well, not all of us have that luxury. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm not renting a yacht. Not out with DiCaprio. (laughs) But, yeah, sorry that I can afford to put a tank of gas in my car and take my kids to lunch and go hang out. But on Wednesday night... Wednesday night was really kind of a cool night where I picked him up. It was like 730 and he's over in La Mesa. And one of the things that they like to do is they like the energy. There's just such a wild cross section of people from where they're at in La Mesa on El Cajon Boulevard and University into North Park. Yeah. And they just like driving. And so it was kind of that rainy, drizzly night. We were driving. We stopped.
0: A lot of traffic? Not a lot of traffic.
1: No, nah, it was pretty empty. But it was cool because the streets were wet and all the lights are reflecting off. So it, it just had uh, a little bit of an energy to it. And so we parked in North Park. And the first thing he said is, hey, Dad, look at that Target. Like it looks kind of, they built a Target, Dave. I don't know if you've seen no, it. No, I it's that seen like, it. 31st in uni and they put it into an old restaurant and I was like, well, let's go check it out Right, so we went and checked that out You're just kind of running around like like times not your enemy at that point and I said hey, let's go over to Paris News It's always fun to poke in there now Paris News Has been iconic in this town for 50 years for 50 years. They've been at the corner of 30th and University and man years ago before North Park came back to life That was an unbelievable place to just go You would see such a cross-section of people you could get newspapers from all over the world huge amount of publications and obviously the print world is slowing down, so I go in grab a couple of things for my son and for myself and and
0: same guys working there that you've always known
1: no the first two guys that had it were my buddies rocky and mike who were brothers yeah and then uh mike got sick so they had to sell it uh, my buddy junior had it for a long time and then there's a new guy that took it over from junior and so uh, uh, my son comes in and he's like hey the store's closing i'm like "No, yeah, it's only like eight o'clock we're fine And he goes, no, there's a sign out front that says store closing. And goddamn, if not after 50 years, they're closing the doors down there at Paris News. And it's just, I was thinking about it, Dave. Think about all the places that when we were kids where you would hang out from, I mean, you'd have to run to cow stores, right? Miller's Outpost, the warehouse, (laughs) the video library, Blockbuster, all these different things you did that have now gone away. And Paris is now one of those. And I said to my son, I go, man, this place for so long would bring me. I'd be here every Thursday. You come down and new sports or hockey or boxing, whatever they had. And now in a month, at the end of the month, they'll be gone after 50 years on that corner. So we wrap up there and we just start walking north on 30th. And we went to a place called The Friendly. You ever been to The Friendly? Yeah, actually,
0: my my nephew used to be one of the owners. At the Friendly? Yep. So you've been in there? I haven't been in there, but he was one of the owners and and I just never went. And then they basically, they bought him out and he's opening two other restaurants right now.
1: All right. Well, at 45th and 30th, so like 45 something, 30th is the Friendly. And it's a little hole in the wall. You go in there. And I said to my son, "Man, we're gonna. I'm gonna get your burger. You're yeah. gonna remember. Supposed to
0: be outstanding. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's a dirty flat iron burger, and it's just, man, it's two patties that are smashed together with cheese. And we just hung out. Yeah. Drinking cokes, eating burgers, laughing our ass off at nine o'clock, and that was just kind of how the week started. So we started that on Wednesday. Thursday was Thanksgiving. Friday we hung out and then ended it tonight with Ford versus Ferrari. So I just
0: Wow. How was how was Ford versus Ferrari? Cool. Was it?
1: Really good, man. Bale is great and Matt Damon. A little long. Probably could have been 15 minutes shorter.
0: How long of a movie is it? Because I saw oh, a crazy man. long movie the other day.
1: Well, let's see. Gotta be at least two and a half. At okay. least two and a half hours.
0: Too long for a movie.
1: Right. Yeah, probably could have been twenty minutes shorter. I but, saw but the but Irishman
0: like, was three and a half hours for a day. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm watching that on Netflix. Yes. Fuck! I saw somebody on social media write, "Does the I think Scott Lewis wrote it from Voice of San Diego? Does the Irishman ever end?" Yeah, like I'm really enjoying it.
0: But it drags. I mean, you're sitting there looking at it and going, "Did you could have cut out a good 45 minutes to an hour?" It just it just drags.
1: God, I swear, Dave, and I love all those guys. Yeah, I love me Scorsese. too. I love De Niro and Pacino, Pesci. Yep. God damn, it felt like it was uh, Goodfellas 2.0. From that first shot where it's the long sh- I, yeah. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, yeah. But but the first shot when they show you De Niro Yeah. felt exactly like the one long camera scene where you're coming in the kitchen in Goodfellas. Yeah. From the music and the conversation and who Pesci is and who De Niro is And I love all those movies, and I guess it's, I guess, I I don't know how you do them different, right? Westerns are westerns, mob movies are mob movies, and I'm definitely enjoying it, but you're like, fuck.
0: Where they fucked up, though, and I'm not giving anything away, they don't show enough of the murders.
1: I saw your post, yeah. and I, I know exactly what you're and talking so about. It, yeah, it's it, weird.
0: Because we like the killings. It's a reason why we watch these movies. How do they yeah. do it? How do they die? How do they do it? Don't just say he died. That drove me a little nuts. So anyway, the, the acting is great. Here's yes. what I find fascinating about the movie. Okay, because I watched. I wonder
1: if it's what I was going to bring up. Go okay.
0: ahead. Well, did you see Scorsese on Kimmel talking no. about how the movie was made? And so what he says was there's a technology. I, mean, I don't know how long <laughs> it's been around.
1: It's so fucking weird.
0: How they can make you younger.
1: Yeah, but it feels like when you're watching the Polar Express yeah. and all the faces look very
0: weird. Yeah, yeah it's off. So yeah. you're you're sitting and you're watching and he's saying, you know, basically they're trying to make, I'm not giving anything away to this, they're trying to make De Niro look 47.
1: I got it. But when Pesci's like, hey, here's the kid I was telling you about, yeah. you're like, the guy's 90. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, he's not 14. <laughs> like, give me a break. Hey, oh, dude, dude. hey, Jimmy! Here's yeah. the kid I was telling you about. You go, kid. You guys, seventy nine years dude, old. I know. You just got a little yeah. bit of fucking Grecian formula oh, working,
0: dude. It was it was ridiculous. Jeff's one hundred percent right. So they say there's a scene where where De Niro does the scene, and he it, it, he goes, "Cut! All right, that was perfect." And he walks off the set, and everybody turns and looks at Scorsese like, "You're gonna let that go?" And he's like, "What? What did I miss?" He fucking beat him up like he's a seventy-eight year old man. He didn't beat him up like a forty-seven year old oh. man. Oh, and I, you know, as when yeah. I saw the scene in the movie, I'm like, that's the scene. You could tell yeah. it was ridiculous. And he goes, they go, fuck. Someone has to go tell him to come back. We yeah, got to do Bob, it again. That come was on back. it. And everyone was afraid to tell De Niro, "Hey, yeah. you're fucking. You move like an old man." He does. So he comes back and he fucking does the scene again. And he turns to everybody and goes, "I can give you sixty-eight. I can't give you forty-eight. That's as good as I can move." And everyone died laughing, you know, well, the whole deal. But you're you're right. You can see it and going, well, fuck, he's not a kid. One. Two is you're going, dude, he moves like a 78-year-old man, no matter what his skin looks like. Yeah. It, there are some fucked up things in the movie. It wasn't as good as Goodfellas. It, it is worth watching. if it's you're, cool, though. If you like the actors, like Jeff just said, and I love every one God, of them. I and it was so. cool because Joe Pesci retired. So great. And that they had to talk him out of it and say, come and just fucking do this dude, movie. He's so great. He's probably the best part of the movie. I love him. So, uh it's worth watching, but yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a little frustrating, you know. So it, here's one of the funny things you just said: all the things it used to do as a kid that no uh-huh. longer exist. Because I had a conversation with with my sister talking about her daughter is 21 okay. and is a junior in, at college and loves a vinyl. Okay, yeah, and she works in a record store, the whole yep. deal. And I just I'm just listening, didn't say anything. And she goes, well, she says it's better than. You know anything else, and I go, That's a fucking lie. I, I lost my shit, I couldn't right. keep my mouth shut. Come on, and she goes, What do you mean? Everyone says it's clear, and no. I go, That's bullshit. I go, CDs are clear. I go, if, yeah. if that was the clearest way to listen to music, they would play it like that on the radio, and they right. don't play it like that on the radio, no. and, and it is not though. You can hear the popping, all that bullshit. Yeah, I said, I understand. If you want to go ahead and get your fucking record player, you can even put your record player in the fucking car, it's a hassle, no. fuck final, it's a biggest scam going.
1: I watched, uh, I was kind of on a Kimmel kick last week, and I saw Garth Brooks on there. Did yeah, you see that one? Yeah. And that was pretty cool. And he was talking about a box set that he has out in vinyl, and he was saying that when he came out, everything was on CD. And I remember, man, we were in high school working at Warehouse when those CDs came out. Yeah. Super long, yeah, that's right. I mean, the couldn't understand thing. it. Why was that? Security. Fuck, we, man. We those have, boxes
0: are so fucking long and yeah, you're like the, the CD only took like half of it.
1: Right. Yeah. Security, so you couldn't sneak out with it and all of that shit. And he's exactly right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't if if it was that good we'd have a, a record player in your car. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Side B. Side,
0: side B. Oh, my there, gosh. I,
1: I don't have. We had record players when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know at what point. You ever they, fuck up
0: the needle on a record player? Always. That sucked.
1: You ever try to change a needle yeah. on that? No,
0: never have on that part. You
1: want that bullshit little plastic thing that you have to put in your 45s?
0: Dude, it was miserable if you ever fell asleep while the record uh, was playing and then just fuck up everything and you woke you up every time. Yeah.
1: No, why? Because some asshole figured out technology (laughs) that when you got to the end of the last song, it would automatically go back. Great. We don't have to flip the side B. You have a CD. It plays all the way through. It's magic.
0: It is. It's absolute magic.
1: But, yeah, I I don't know, man. Maybe it's just... I I think, Dave, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, the less people I deal with, the better.
0: Is that right? Yeah. That's funny. Because
1: people are just... I, I just have found that... A lot of people are just assholes. People are just assholes overall.
0: Yeah, I think we have uh it's funny to say that. The, the different places that that I was at the last 5 days or so since we did a show last. Yeah. And you realize especially now with the way politics are. Yeah. That hey, here's my advice. Just like your parents told you a long time just shut the fuck up when it right. comes to politics. You aren't going to change you are not will not run into anybody on the opposite side that you're going to change their mind and bring them over to your party. No, you just no, won't. No. So don't fight about it does he eat, eat, eat shit or just find new people and hang out with it think like you if you can't deal with it and it's always it's always uncomfortable now it feels like more uncomfortable than ever yeah we go to um my my brother-in-law and sister-in-law from florida are uh, are in town okay and uh, my sister-in-law who's in encinitas is hosting thanksgiving nice okay So we go shooting up there, and there are like 50 people there. Not all of them are our family. She just started inviting people and everything else. People do not have anywhere to go. She was in Zopla, you know, that many people. Whoever doesn't have anywhere to go, go ahead and, and come on in. She did invite one person. This is interesting, I thought. She invited one person, didn't think they had anywhere to go, but then he brought like eight more people. Oh, no. But his family. You understand? It wasn't people that didn't have anywhere to go. He just brought like all his kids and his.
1: On that guy. Yeah. It's a a bullshit move, right? Totally. What a douche. It
0: was a a douche move. So, um, again, I don't know everyone that's there in the house. My wife goes and and hugs this lady goodbye. And she was uh, her sister's uh, close friend. And they went through a divorce a few years ago. Well, the husband now is 70 years old okay okay the wife the ex-wife is about seven years old they have kids okay the new the husband now has a new girlfriend who's like 45 years old hubba hubba looks like a porn star hubba hubba as uh my son says to me who's the who's the porn star you know right. and so i didn't even fucking you know, I'll be honest with you, i didn't even fucking notice i was like how did i miss this shit so she, my wife goes to hug the ex-wife goodbye and she okay. goes Marilyn, great seeing you how you doing well, besides sitting across from my fucking husband on fucking Thanksgiving oh, and his fucking porn star girlfriend, it's fucking great. But God is good. God's good. She drops it twice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's off. Dude, I was dying. I thought it was so yeah. fucking hilarious. And i are going, holy shit, man. You know, you go, that's what happens. You always yeah. see these these guys that, hey, what what's 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 underneath? And the thing is, I know you're you're going through a divorce. My sister's going through a divorce in the last year. The girls yeah. always have to go up in age. The guys always go back down in age. <laughs> and I always think for the girls, it must be, I'm a little bit crazy to go? Wait a second, you just went from whatever whatever age to 15 years younger. That must it has to be a huge blow to the ego of what I wasn't good enough for you. <laughs> but it always seems to go that way.
1: That's awesome. It's
0: it it's fucking nuts. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, this guy went way below.
1: How? But their kids are how
0: old? No, they have to be, dude. They have to be close to like our age.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, yeah they don't. So, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. So I mean, He's they have to be it. around
0: the same age as his yeah, as his his, his in, girlfriend.
1: Man. Take your hacks. <laughs> <laughs> Take your hacks, old timer.
0: Dude, now would you? <laughs> we're well, just different. Your kids are fucking twelve. Could you? Yeah. Could you ever imagine dating a girl the same age as your kids?
1: Well, they're twelve.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But let's say your kids were twenty-three.
1: God, if they were twenty, <laughs> that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty yeah. hard to pull off. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty hard to pull off. Because uh, I don't know. No, I mean, for me, it's like life experience, right? Yeah. you gotta have. You gotta find people that are somewhere near the life experience that you've been through. Yeah, like I, I was just saying that a friend of mine the other day, bitching and complaining because we're able to go out and do some things. Well, they don't have kids. They don't understand it. Yeah. And I've said before, fuck off with your fur baby. It's not a kid. (laughs) God, it's so stupid. You have no idea how stupid you sound if you don't have a kid and you start telling me that your goddamn sheepdog is your kid. No, it's not, you asshole. God, how stupid are you? It's not even close to the fucking same. No. Because guess what? I've had a goddamn dog. Yep. I've had a cat. Shit, in third grade, they let me take the turtle home for a couple of days. <laughs> none of that, none of that in any way, shape, or form compares to having a kid. And, well, these are our, they love us. Well, okay. Do they call you? They get you a goddamn Christmas present that you'll save forever. I told my son, Jack, the other day, I go, when you were like seven, you gave me the most horse (laughs) shit luggage tag. It's this cheap ass rubber luggage tag that I go, if you meet any of these assholes that work at the airport, that thing would be dead in a second. But I told him, you know what? I goddamn love it. Yeah. I goddamn love it because it came from you. I go, in a couple of years, you look at, it's a total piece of shit. <laughs> but I go, but you were like.
0: What do he say when you
1: told him He's this? dying. <laughs> he goes, how old was I? I go, you were like seven, and you paid like a dollar for it. And you had a dollar, and you went and picked it out. I go, it's goddamn
0: great. Oh, that's funny as hell.
1: I go, it's great. Sorry that my friend's fur baby didn't go and find a dollar. And yeah. Like, No. It's not the same at all. Sorry. And you don't yeah. hang out with them. You don't talk about gifts and the whole thing. But, yeah, it's just you You find, Dave, that people just don't get it. No. They, they just don't. And I don't know, man. It It's just we went to the Aztec game last
0: night. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this.
1: Went to the Aztec game. Much better experience than... Um, Then the first game I had gone to, and I realized it was my own fault. It wasn't nobody at San Diego State did anything wrong. When I picked out tickets for the game for BYU, I wasn't really paying attention that I had picked them on the BYU side. Okay. So that first tweet that I put out where I was talking about, oh, BYU's making a ton of noise. Well, I'm like, well, shit, I'm on the (laughs) BYU sideline. (laughs) So we just cruised over and went to the opposite side, but you get over there and good turnout, right? I don't know what the crowd was in a seventy thousand seat stadium, yeah, it's hard but to it was tell. It, it was a fun night. Boring as shit game until the Aztecs finally started chipping away and win the game, which was great. But there's like two drunk frat boys that are the only two guys in the section, drunk out of their mind, standing up, yelling their ass off, and you're like, dude. Like, everybody's hanging out and enjoying the game. Do you need that much attention? I, that's what I've found, Dave. When you go to the mall, when you go to games, when you're anywhere in line at the bank, pay attention to how many people are desperately in need of attention. Wow. By talking loud or in the actions they do, and you're just like, hey, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. There's no studio audience here, asshole. Turn it down. Like, and I just, I look at people like that and I go, what the fuck's your problem? Like, why? How much attention do you need? Whether they're on the phone, in the restaurant, or going through airports, planes, whatever. It's amazing to me how many people feel the need to make it all about them and they're going to talk loud or act like a fucking idiot and uh, just in an attempt for all of us to look at them. And I don't know. Maybe it's just because you and I were lucky enough to do this for a long time. I didn't. I just did this because it was cool. It was fun. It paid the bills. I didn't, I didn't do it for anything else. But it's like you go to any restaurant. It feels like literally any restaurant, any game. There's some moron that <laughs> that needs attention. Like why? Live I t- your fucking life. I told Watch you, last game.
0: last Monday when we went to that Rams game, there's yeah. oh, a guy yeah, that yeah, showed yeah. up in the, in the Tom Brady jersey right. by himself. Right. Just to start a fight and talk shit to every yeah. Ravens-Rams fan he could find. Yeah. No reason else to be there. It was really weird.
1: Yeah. And you just go, holy
0: cow. I loved it that everybody ignored him. Yeah. Like he just was trying to go after everybody. Everyone just ignored him and watched the game.
1: Yeah. But I don't know, man. I saw it on, I saw it on Monday night yeah. at Vieja Serena. We're like it feels like no matter what section you go to, it's almost impossible. It feels like to go to the game and just be able to hang out and enjoy the game.
0: Yeah, do you think a lot of it has to do with uh, social media, Instagram, and Facebook, and people either want to show what's going on in their lives or um, and, and they like the attention, like they they love to go on and look at the likes and look at the whatever it is, the comments, everything that's made. Because I honestly, I look at it a lot that if I didn't live yeah. This is my third major place I've lived. I lived yep. in L.A., I lived in Nashville, I lived in San Diego. Mm-hmm. If I didn't live, if I lived in the same place my entire life, I don't think I'd be active on a lot of the stuff for the fact that, well, people know who I am, they're probably with me, yeah. or I don't care to show them, but it's my my friends in Nashville or my mom and sister in Nashville, my friends I grew up with in L.A., it's, hey, you're keeping up with what's going on in in my life. This is who I hang out with. These are my mm-hmm. friends. And and that's it. But I think if I lived in one city, I don't think I'd be as, as active as I am on Instagram. I'm not real active. I think I post maybe three times a month.
1: On which one? On Instagram. I like Instagram. Yeah. I like that one a lot. I use that one. And I like uh I like Facebook because I control it. Um if I don't know you, I, I'm not adding you. Yeah. I'm just not. Um
0: What if it has on there friends with Mark Grant, you have 168 mutual friends.
1: If I have literally never met you, I'm not adding you. I don't, sorry, I I don't know you. Like, I'm glad if you've listened to this or, or listened to anything along the way, man, that makes me incredibly happy. Doesn't mean I know you. Yeah. Doesn't mean you know anything about my kids or family or anything else. I just, on Facebook, I don't add them, and... Instagram to me, so I made a decision, we talked about it here, I don't know what it, how long it's been, a couple of months ago, I just pretty much bailed down Twitter, I muted out a lot of people, so I narrowed out the discussion, um, and just because it had, in my opinion, just started getting really toxic. I was just like, ah, God, you know, frustrated me. I was like, well, it's no reflection on any of them. Just jump out, right? Yeah. If you don't like the movie, leave. And so I just started muting people from there, and I enjoyed a lot more. I really, I don't post very much on there. Um, but the one that I'm really on is I'm on Instagram. And I like Facebook. Again, not so much posting, but I like it because I control who's in it. And it's really nice. Like, it's just especially this time of year when your yeah. family's getting together and you see cool things going on. So, yeah, I don't I don't have that negative vibe, but I know what you mean as far as social media. Yeah, social media. And, and just for me, Twitter had just gotten to the point where it was like stifling and you were like okay i just i I gotta get out of here yeah and so yeah all those guys are great i like them all i just i didn't want to be part of that anymore
0: it was funny last night i went to uh i went to a christmas party in november but it was was a christmas party but everyone's always busy and someone was nice enough to host one is around the corner so okay it was it was it was nice to uh to catch up with some of the people and then you see their kids and how they're doing and yeah it was funny uh Two of the kids, uh, very well known in San Diego, Grant Holman. Remember Grant yeah, sure. and Michael Wiggs, who were on the the yeah, League, yeah, Little yeah. League team. But so it's cool to catch up with those guys. Hey, how you doing? And yeah, it's funny you walk in. Grant looks like he's like 6'7 He's a he's a star pitcher for Cal. Yeah, he's like their their ace pitcher and first baseman. Super great kid. He's doing fantastic and. Nice to see where he's going, and and eventually you'll see him get drafted in a couple of years. But it was nice yep. to catch up. Hey, you liking school? Was it the right choice? And right, and everything else. So it was it was good to see uh, those guys and see their kids and everything else. But it was it was a uh, like four hours of time that you just know you're usually busy with family, and you kind of want to know how people are doing. And it was it was nice. It was a it was a nice kind of get together, especially after disappointing watching Alabama can't kick uh, <laughs> field goals. So. <laughs> So, uh, but, but again, it was, it was a nice time. So going back real quick to my sister and brother-in-law who are still in town from Orlando. Okay. My brother-in-law is 77. Okay. Okay. That's older than what my dad would have been. Yeah. Okay. So my, my oldest sister-in-law and my mom are the same age.
2: Oh, okay. My wife's the
0: youngest one out of five by far. And so it it's kind of kind of funny how how the age thing works out. Well, my brother in law is is you know, old school on the way things used to operate and everything sure. else. I think mean, I was born in the early '40s, you know. And all of a sudden, Josh walks in the the living room, the one with the the big TV, where uh-huh. the kitchen is. And there's a chick blowing a guy on t on the big screen, like a 90 inch TV, fucking blowing the guy. And Josh, hey, Uncle Lloyd, what are you watching? Jesus Christ, Josh, help me get this off the fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> So not only not only can he not get it off the fucking TV, and my sister in law walks in, and both of them super religious, you know.
1: Where the hell did he find that though? He had to go. He, looking got, he, for got, it. he got.
0: He got. He went past channel like five fifty seven on direct TV and then it goes into the porn. You know, he just kept scrolling looking for stuff. But
1: he had to order it.
0: He. Oh, I paid for it. I paid thirteen dollars. He did fucking order it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, of course, it's like my dad and the cat with the fucking keyboard right. typing the yeah. porn.
1: That shit's not on there for free. No,
0: no, it was. It was like bad taxi driver. Oh, no. is what it was. And because uh, it's on my DVR, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so I, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, okay. So, sister <laughs> law, what the fuck's going on? Who never swears all of a sudden drops right. an F bomb? Josh is sitting there trying to fucking get this thing off the TV. You know, backseat of the cab. How about
1: change the channel?
0: Hundred percent. Turn it off. Whatever. Hey, Whatever the fuck it. it takes.
1: Yeah, go back to Lifetime fucking kelly clarkson movie on god damn i was
0: like all right everybody leave the fucking room i'll fix it no half he didn't say that but it, it was one of those where it's like hey he walks in the i'm in here in the garage he walks in yeah hey you want to leave what the fuck just happened you know Dying laugh at that fucking here he is fucking you know bad taxi driver and every chick that gets in the cab has to blow the driver jesus Yeah, holy shit! The only way you're getting home. (laughs) Get going. (laughs) They weren't exactly concerned about getting home. And that was 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 fucking nuts, dude. It was it was crazy. You just go, all right. Well, there you go. That's what uh, that's what's going on. Um, anyway, it was uh, it 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 said the holidays and everything else. It's always it's always kind of nice on the way. You know, things work out if you if you get along with your family. And right now, how we get along with our family fine.
1: Everybody's getting along. Crazy day, crazy weekend in sports. Uh, So many different things going on. The Padres have traded Luis Urias. Oh, fuck.
0: We haven't spoken about this. No, we
1: haven't seen each other. Luis Urias goes in a deal. Eric Lauer goes in a deal. Um, How are you
0: guys going to beat the Dodgers without Eric Lauer? God.
1: (laughs) I, I looked at that deal that went down the other day, and I had so many people. I saw a few of you on social media say the same thing. Like did probably just make a deal to make a deal? Was that really what that was, right?
0: Dude, I, I tell you what. Let me ask you right off the bat. What did you think of the deal before you say it? Did, did were you upset with it? Were you like, oh, good, they got rid of Urias? Were you like, hey, they gave up on Urias a little too soon?
1: No, I didn't have any problem with them moving Urias, even though he'll probably go to Milwaukee and hit three forty.
0: Hit two twenty three last year. Didn't play a lot. But remember, a year ago at this time, I think Urias was like a top two prospect he in the organization was. right behind Mackenzie Gore.
1: But God, he looked overmatched. He looked overmatched in everything he did.
0: Do you, okay, so here's my question. He dominated, obviously, in the minor leagues. Uh-huh. When I watched him, and I'm not a, not a pro hitting coach, but I watched him, I always thought his head drifted and his strides too long. And, and you know, the guy, obviously, if your eyes aren't staying still, it's hard to hit the fucking ball. I always thought if you got him with the right guy, you, you fix it. So you say, hey, you go to the Brewers. And I know you're saying it tongue-in-cheek, and he becomes a stud. But if he becomes like a stud and you're going, like what? Like Rizzo? That's what I was about to say. If he becomes like Rizzo and you go, no. what the fuck? We gave up on this guy too soon.
1: For me, a huge difference. For Rizzo, when they made that deal, I absolutely felt like they gave up on Rizzo too soon. Remember, you and I were yeah. somewhere when that deal went down. Hated that. I I can't say the same here, and I absolutely Lauer made me insane. So frustrated. Yeah, he's a guy, but now you look at what they bring back in that deal. They add about six million to the payroll, and you go, okay. Winter meetings are here in a week. Yeah, that's the cool thing. The baseball winter meetings are here, starting a week from tonight, on the eighth through that Thursday. And I don't know, Dave, how active they're going to be and what they're going to be able to get done. Uh, but, man, and that to me just felt like, I don't know, you do anything to improve the team?
0: That's what I'm saying. So my question is, we always talk about the minor league system and when these guys develop. Whose uh-huh. fault is it when they don't come up here and aren't what we thought they were going to
1: oh, be? Oh, man. Well, I mean, every team has it. Yeah, I understand. But, okay, every so, team has it. But
0: this is what we've talked about. These guys need to start hitting.
1: Yeah, and now you're going to have another new hitting coach. and now you Another gotta, one.
0: You know, and, and but, but I mean hitting, I mean connecting at the major league level. Yeah. And you go, okay, well, wait a second. How many guys are going to pass through no. and we're going to start throwing them to the side and go, not what we thought, so we'll next guy up. Not what we thought, next guy up because oh. we're listening to all these guys that are experts on the Padre minor leagues that tell yeah. you this guy, this guy, this guy, and we keep waiting. And so if it's Paddock was great. Absolutely.
1: Lauer's a first-round pick.
0: Lauer's a first-round pick. That was gonna was I gonna say next. And you go, wait a second. And yeah. what happens if if it, this guy doesn't work out? And this guy, I mean, um, wh- where's the guy? Um, I'm drawing a blank. His uh, the he pitched last year. He was getting better. His dad played for the Blue Jays. Quantrill. Um, Quantrill. Another guy. You sit there and go, wait a second. He's just a guy. He's not another first round pick, another first round pick. And my point is, wait a second. When are these guys going to be better than just average or just a guy guy?
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to hit on some of these dudes.
0: So, so who is to blame? Is this Preller's fault? Or is this the way they develop in the minor leagues? What, what's happening here that we aren't seeing obviously, uh, basically that the pay at the end.
1: I mean, I saw a stat today on social media, and I didn't look it up to confirm it, but the number was like, what are they? Hundred games under five hundred in the Preller era? Yeah. God dang, like atrocious, right? And for me, I I feel like a lot of the guys we've been waiting on are here. Like I don't feel outside of Gore, outside of Gore, and Patino. Um,
0: and Patino's young. You won't see Patino this year. You'll see him maybe the following maybe, year if we're lucky.
1: Could be. Um, but as far as position players and guys like that, man, Urias
0: know, was one of those guys.
1: Yeah, Tatis, right? And so I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know, but no. It it was a a two part response. Did I have any problem at all with Urias or Lauer going out the door? No. On either one of them. But was I blown away by what they got? No. No. But I kind of like the outfielder. I'm mind blanking on... He's the uh, same
0: Trent Grisham. He, yeah. He, he's this... He basically... Well, he, we he, were sitting here yeah. in he's,
1: the garage that night when he booted that ball <laughs> against yeah, the Cardinals. Right. We sat right here and watched it. But if they're going to overhaul the outfield and he's a lefty, like I could deal with that guy. I kind of like Trent Grisham out of... The, I, I like Grisham...
0: It kind of feels like, to me, we've traded you two guys we weren't 100% happy with for two guys you weren't 100% happy well, with. Well,
1: for me, what I'm hoping is that you got Grisham on a buy low after that error, right? You kind of had to was get Was Grisham
0: him. the one against the Nationals? Is that what you're saying? In, yeah, the, why class? did I feel like you it was the Cardinals? Cardinals. No, was yeah. the, no, the Nationals in the wild card game. I, yeah. didn't realize was, I didn't realize it was him in right yeah, field. Yeah, right field. Jesus Christ. Yeah,
1: exactly. Was that Rendon who hit that ball? It, it doesn't matter. But I, think, we, I don't
0: know. I think it was Soto. Anyway.
1: But, yeah, we're sitting yeah. here and right – yeah, exactly. I'm thinking the Cardinals because it's the white and the red. Yeah, but he's the guy who
0: booted yeah, it. Jesus Christ. I didn't realize that till right now.
1: Um, but you hope that maybe that's a buy-low guy, right? You got to get him out of town.
0: Yeah, hope hit two twenty one last year, six home runs.
1: But if you look at his other numbers, I guess the other one too, Dave, that that uh, Trammell from guys, C.J. Abrams – I shouldn't,
0: Hold on a second. I got the wrong guy. I apologize. Go ahead. No, you're right. On, on Trent's numbers. Go ahead. Trent Grisham. Yeah.
1: But C.J. Abrams is a guy we should be excited about. Trammell I've heard nothing but great things about. So there are a few position guys that are still coming through the pipeline that are maybe a couple years out mm-hmm. that we can be excited Six
0: about. Six home runs, 231 was his, were his numbers. But how many yeah. at bats?
1: Pretty limited, right? Yeah, pretty limited. And mm-hmm. had hit well at AAA. Like if they're going to overhaul that outfield, I'm fine with it. If Margot's going, if Renfro's going, if you can find somebody to take the Myers deal, uh, and he's the first part of it, I can live with that.
0: 156 at bats. That's it.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. um. It, so th- then the next one was right afterwards. They get Pomerantz.
1: That was a weird deal, like a four-year deal for Pomeranz, To me, made absolutely zero sense. And again, and thirty-four million for four years. And again, right?
0: what's the fucking rush? It's fucking November.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm watching.
0: It that. reminds me of the Ian Kinsler deal. Like you go, dude. What was the rush? What are you guys jumping in and signing Kinsler so for fast four for? Four years. The winter meetings haven't even started yet. Yeah, uh, I mean, does that? So when they say, "Hey, we're going to look into spend money and, and we're going to be active." Is this where this <laughs> right. is the starting point? That's what I'm kind right. of felt like a kick in the nuts. Who's the
1: pitcher they got in that deal? I'm mind blanking right now on the kid they just got. But he's six and uh, Pomeranz is around eight. Yeah. I mean, you just added 15. You mean Zach Davies? Is that you're talking Zach about? Davies, exactly. Um, yeah, Davies is scheduled to make like six. Pomeranz is like eight. You're like, okay, that's another 14. <clears throat> Look, they're they're not going to add. And and now they've completely... I mean, we knew they weren't going to be legit players for Cole. I think Strasburg was a dream. But now they're like, oh, no, I don't know. We're excited about Zach Davies. Yeah,
0: oh boy. Oh boy. Here, So here's the deal with Pomerantz. He had a better year when he went to the bullpen. He did. That's, he was huge. And that's what the Padres are looking for, that as a bullpen guy, is a much better player, especially from the left side. And they side.
1: needed help in the bullpen.
0: And they think, yeah, they think with him on the left side and you have Yates on the right side, that all of a sudden you're short in the game, so it helps them out. But when you look at his numbers, you go 2-10 and 10 with a 4.85 ERA, and he got $35 million. Yeah. You go, that's fucking nuts.
1: Yeah, but you have to look at what he did... Like when they start showing the splits for what he did in the bullpen, yep, huge. But four-year deal, You had he had to go four <laughs> again, Dave. At
0: at eight million, I think Preller sucks at these contracts. Yeah, I think he. Does, he needs too. your boy from the Chargers. He needs Eddie Velasco. Eddie. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I don't know. Look, in a couple of years, eight million on the books isn't. I, I mean, right.
0: No, it's not, again, it's not our money. I never really look at it that way. I look yeah. at you, does it equal wins? Yeah, it's not it like save they gave games? four years, 80 yeah. million. Doesn't, it, doesn't, doesn't, nah, it doesn't bother me at all. That's why the Machado money, whether it was 300 million or 330, in my mind, I'm like, fuck it. Does it win games and does it put asses in seats? Yeah. Am I going to watch? And I did. I watched every fucking Padre game last year.
1: We'll uh, we'll find out. What the-
0: do you, I mean, is there anything you want next? I'll give you a guy. Do you want Moustakas?
1: To play second? Second base. Oh, fuck yeah. I would do that. Okay. Yeah, I, would I would too. Do, I would do
0: that. And his numbers have been great. He's been, the to me, he's been one of the best players in baseball for the lowest amount yeah. of money the last few years since yeah. he's been at the Brewers. I
1: wish they had him for the last two years. Yeah.
0: So if all of a sudden you have, and I understand he doesn't have a shitload of range. Fuck that. Right now you need a shitload of offense. Yeah. If you put Moustakas at, at second base.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: That would be really cool.
1: Yeah, I would, I would like that a lot.
0: All these Padre fans that think you're moving Rendon to second. Rendon's not going to second. He's no. not. He's already one of the best third basemen in baseball. That's a he's hit to the ego. He can play third money. somewhere else. Yeah, he's going to get a shitload. Padres aren't going to pay that one to Rendon. You, I tell you, I'd take Mustakis in a second and like go spend that. money somewhere else.
1: Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, try to improve the outfield.
0: I still would go with my, my choice. I'd like uh, Mustakas and I'd like Castellanos. I'd like those two guys added to the Padres. Quite
1: huge money for him. Um,
0: but combined, not as much as it would be to get Rendon.
1: What's it going to take to get Marte out of
0: Pittsburgh? Ah, fuck. I don't even know. God, Pittsburgh is a disaster of an organization. That's, but they got Ben
1: Charrington a... there now yeah, as the GM who had been in Boston, experienced guy, not some rummy, not some ham and egger. Yeah. But uh, talk that Marte can be held. Had yeah, my, I, buddy, my buddy is big on Domingo Santana, too. Really? Could you go get Domingo Santana to play right field?
0: Yeah, I'm sure he S- could. Seattle. Marte's numbers last year, I know nobody ever talks about batting average anymore, but since the Padres don't ever seem to have it, hit 295 last year, 23 home runs.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys see yeah. home scored runs. scored almost
0: 100 runs. I like right.
1: them. I like that, too. I would do that.
0: Center, left fielder.
1: Yeah. All of a sudden, things are picking up, right? Yep. Um, I would do it. Dad- made,
0: made $10 million last year.
1: God dang, dude. That Yeah.
0: Only 31 years old.
1: All right. So, yeah, that part's always I mean, thirty-one for an outfielder—not bad, but not a huge window there, right? No. Um. So we'll see. It should be interesting to figure out what they do over the next couple of weeks, and then uh, just my last thing today. What a afternoon of football! the The game this morning between the Ravens and the Niners. Yeah. In the weather. Last second Justin Tucker field goal, but what a football game. It was a great game. What a football game between two great teams. Yep. And then, Dave, I didn't watch it to the end. I saw part of the Charger game because I had to get my son's home and do the movie and everything. But, man, oh, man, if you're Anthony Lynn, did you see Rex Ryan this morning talking about Anthony Lynn? No, I didn't see it. What did he say? He started crying on ESPN when they brought up Anthony Lynn. Oh, my God. And talked about how much he means to him as a man, as a coach, the whole thing, and just how thrilled he was to get that, that Lynn got that opportunity. I mean, dude, New York Post wrote that Rivers is Eli 2.0 and that it's about to happen.
0: Well, fucking Brady right now is Eli 3.0.
1: Really? Yeah. But, I mean, another interception today for Rivers they rally back. They get beat on the last second field goal, which is just. Did you
0: see it? Did you see how it set up?
1: <laughs> no, I haven't seen I haven't seen okay. that part. I just heard the whole recap uh, on the way down, I was listening to them recapping everything so, that happened.
0: All right, real quick for you, just uh, so you know. So it's fourth and, like, whatever, 11 for the Chargers. they got to okay. convert. Fucking Rivers guns it down the field. Mike Williams, an incredible one-handed catch. They get the first down. Okay. They get in position. All of a sudden, they nail the field goal. They tie it up. Okay, it's 20-20. There's, there's, dude. There's like no time left on the clock. Only time for basically one play for the Broncos. Everyone's thinking, just take a knee. You go to overtime. Yeah. Drew Locke drops back. Fucking just rifles it up, and they call pass interference on Casey Hayward. Oh, was,
1: oh I did hear them talk about that.
0: And it's yeah. one where you go, dude. You're gonna call pass interference on that? Really? Was it bad? No, it wasn't. Casey Hayward turned turned his no, head back. No, but I'm saying was yeah. it a bad call? Uh, you in in, uh, in the third quarter? You're calling it. In the last play of the game, in kind of a Hail Mary situation, you aren't yeah. calling it. You're going overtime. Fucking, fucking game doesn't end, obviously, on, yeah. on on that. And then here comes McManus. Fucking game-winning field goal, 53-yarder, game over. <laughs> and you Aww. go, dude, you sit there and you go, I've never seen a game lose that way. And, you know, and you what? see a lot you of watch crazy shit. the Chargers
1: shit. all the time.
0: But like that. I mean, they always find a way to do it. It's funny. Yeah. Sean Walchev's texts me, goes, man, the Chargers find a way to disappoint you in the end of every game. Before the game, before it ended. Yeah, I go, dude. Hasn't happened yet. He's like, here it comes, and then I (laughs) I said, there, there. That's what happens. So they lose. Chargers fall to four and eight. Anthony Lynn. I'm be honest, he probably should be canned. You know, I understand he he didn't have his safeties most of the year. Yeah, Derwin James played for the first time. My son Josh said something interesting today. I thought he goes watching Philip Rivers play this poorly at -hmm. the end of his career because he's a huge Rivers fan. Yeah, it's like watching your dad get cancer and slowly die. He goes, it is so depressing to watch this every week. He says it's it's awful. And yeah. Charger fans are like, dude, he can't he can't rally, he can't do it anymore. Nope. I'm watching Carr for the Raiders completely fuck it up yeah. against the Chiefs on the other TV and 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 we're like, would Gruden take a guy like Rivers? And we're like, no. dude, I don't think anybody takes this no. guy right now. He's so Awful from what he used to be. You look at his numbers right now. As we're saying this, if you don't look at yeah. the box, I'll tell you. They don't look bad. The 20 of 29 with the two touchdowns and one interception don't look terrible. His pass rating was 106. He looks but he, like
1: he has zero confidence. He
0: looks like he's 77 years old watching yeah. porn in my living room. He looks like an old <laughs> man, dude. That's what he looks like. And, and it just, it's, it's, it's kind of disappointing. Isn't it
1: crazy? Yeah. How it, quickly it went?
0: How quickly it went, absolutely right. You know, it, it, it is.
1: Who are they going to be next year? When they go into that stadium, who's their coach going to be? Who's their quarterback going to be? I mean, it's not like there's a ton of guys available in free agency.
0: Well, let me ask you. Would you not send I know you and, you and I aren't buying tickets. But if you're a football fan and you're on the fence, do I buy uh, tickets or not? Would you buy tickets if it's Cam Newton as the quarterback? Uh, Is that a big enough name? Uh, no. Okay. What if it? What if it's Tua from Alabama? Because God,
1: Dave, When's he going to be healthy?
0: He'll be healthy for the season, but he's not going to be healthy for the combine. He could fall mid-first round. Wow. And may, maybe it's not him. Maybe it's someone else. But it's again, Crazy how much better the Dolphins
1: yeah. play after he got hurt. Holy right? shit.
0: Yeah. Um, um, yeah, maybe. I, I, again, I don't know. I'm just saying, is there a guy out there that makes you buy tickets? Because right now the Rams are look old. All of a sudden, they won today, but they beat Arizona.
1: Yeah, the
0: Rams look old, and the Chargers look like they're not even close to being a, a talented team. And last year, they were twelve and four.
1: I think Carr's going to be available. Yeah, I think I, I Carr's, Carr's going to be available,
0: available
1: too. And maybe he's the guy you go try to find. Right,
0: young guy, still, still yeah. a young guy.
1: But who is there? I mean, if they lose out, they bringing Lynn back.
2: Fuck, dude. I,
0: some of the, these losses I, I blame on the head coach. You know, I, I sit there and just, I don't know what Anthony Lynn's doing. Anthony Lynn pulled that bullshit today again where, hey, let's all just line up and act like we're going to snap the ball. Nobody ever fucking jumps. Yeah. Stop it. You're Stop. embarrassing yourself, Anthony. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Wears me out.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. They're uh, they're bad. They're really, really b- bad. And, uh, and Rivers is really bad. And, yeah. And I'm sorry. I said it for a long time. He's not a hall of famer and things like this linger in the minds of voters and it doesn't override his entire career, but he's, he's just not, he's a very good quarterback, but I mean, if Eli's not going to get in and there's a lot of people that say, Eli's not going to get in, then no way rivers gets in.
0: You know, it's funny right now we're watching, uh, the Patriots and Texans as we're doing this uh, show. Yeah. Tom Brady is not even completing fifty percent of his passes tonight. Man,
1: yeah, I mean, and forget him coming yeah. out here, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, he just doesn't, and he's sitting there saying he's going to play to whatever age. He just doesn't look like Tom Brady anymore. He just no. looks like an old man. And
1: they're ten and one.
0: Yeah, and well, and the, the teams they haven't had the, the toughest schedule. This is not one of the tougher ones. They lost to the Ravens and the Texans, who will probably win their division. They're going to lose to them as well. I got uh We'll knock this out quick, and then I got to tell you an embarrassing father son moment. I like. All it. right, I know you would. I know you would. Hey, I obviously want to thank a guy like Dan Williams, who's nice enough to sponsor this show. Dan is a guy that we we like a lot as a human being, just like we like our sponsors a lot because they're good dudes. Before we let them advertise and be part of the show, we have to make sure it's a fit. Dan is is a great dude, and I want to congratulate him because he just finished another Ironman. That is crazy tough to do, but most importantly, what Dan can do for you is Dan can help you with your finances. Jeff was just talking about it, how he has a friend who's struggling Look, if right now you're making money or you made money, but you're worried that your money is not going to last, Dan's the guy to talk to. I mean, we're going in the new year. Now is the perfect time to start brand new and say, you know what? It's going to be different starting in 2020. This is worth your time to make this phone call to Dan Williams. 858-688-6813. Not going to cost you anything for that call. 858-688-6813.
1: Well, if you have a mortgage payment and then you have to figure out right? Your property taxes, because old Dan McAllister is sending you that envelope. And then you get to this time of year when you have the holidays. And then all of a sudden you look up like I got and you go, God damn, I got to pay 250 bucks for the auto registration. You got to pay 600 bucks because the six months is up for the, uh, auto insurance. And you go, well, that's an extra 900 that I wasn't expecting. Plus, it's at the holidays, so you're trying to do everything else, and you still have to make that mortgage payment today on the first of the month. So how do you make it happen? Well, you start by going to sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff so you can get the two free books, um, uh, Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, so that when things like December come up and you want December to be free and clear, But you get those extra things and then, oh yeah, braces are coming and everybody else, right? Your alignment, your brakes, what else is going on? Everybody's got some challenge in their life. My gosh, how about my neighbors in La Mesa getting flooded the other day? That was insane. Wow. All of those people that that drive that street a thousand different times and on Thanksgiving day, uh, they get flooded. My current neighbors... The other night, on that same night, Thanksgiving night.
0: Sorry about that. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> on Thanksgiving night, uh, I get home, and all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, I'm trying to figure out why all the the lights are going, the sirens. I look out, a guy uh, hit and run. What are yeah. you doing?
0: I don't think you can hear it through the through the th- show. Well, I can hear it. Okay. So, trying to figure out what you're saying I said Essex are going to play in the bowl game. Go ahead.
1: Well, we'll know uh, next week. But last <laughs> Thursday night guy hit, takes out a fire hydrant, Dave. My neighbor's sitting there at 11 o'clock at night minding their own business. The fire hydrant shoots water up. They ended up with three. I'm glad you find that funny. <laughs> it's, it's, their fucking house is totaled. What is it so funny?
0: Because every story starts with just minding my own business. They
1: were. Okay. Three feet worth of water. Can you imagine that? No. You ruined their house. And the guy hit and run felony. Wow. Yeah, that that's a big deal. You got to be able to have a financial plan in place, and that's why Dan is so important. SanDiegoLending.us. Yeah, I'm glad you think that's funny. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm No one could see that I started to laugh except you called me. Well, out.
1: my goddamn neighbors are are now <laughs> evacuated, but I'll let them know you you think it's funny as shit. That's great. I hope they. I sure they hope you hit a fucking deer driving tomorrow and you ruin your car that would suck not to them that would be a shock they'd get a big kick out of that
0: if i hit a deer
1: (laughs) they hope you get hit by a meteor (laughs) (laughs) my neighbors
0: are just sitting there minding their own
1: business what the fuck else are you doing at 11 o'clock at night playing foosball you asshole (laughs) god damn you insensitive cock slash Dave Jeff, get the two books, especially if you're in the military. How to buy a house with no money down. So many great things from Dan. I'm sure <laughs>
0: Dan said I'm going to advertise in this show, and I just well, want to make sure Jeff calls Dave an insensitive cock somewhere during are. the commercial.
1: God damn! Poor people just sitting there putting leftovers away. They feel like they're in fucking uh, the perfect storm. And that fucking Maria Gale or whatever that shit was with Mark Wahlberg.
0: <laughs> what was that boat? I can't remember the name of the boat.
1: Remember that shit with all the water coming
0: in? You know what I remember about that? Is that right. fucking uh, you and I are doing Charger talk, like a pregame show, and Hank joins us through, <laughs> through from the stadium, and he's on the road, and all he talks is about the fucking movie The Perfect Storm, and we're like, what <laughs> he completely didn't break down anywhere whatever oh. the, whoever the Chargers are playing he's just telling us about fucking george colini and mark Wahlberg. yeah and john t like, wasn't yeah. he in that yeah oh my god yeah yeah was, uh, that, that's so fucking funny you just brought that up
1: the uh sean gale former charger no i don't know what it was called. <laughs> But yeah, so what happened to my neighbors. But I'll tell them you got a big kick out of it.
0: <laughs> my house feels terrible.
1: Yeah, he'll be like, what an insensitive cock. I'll be like, I already told him. He'll be like, well, thank you.
0: I also want to mention uh, Brian Curry. Brian Curry is your guy selling real estate all over San Diego County. For more than 20 years, he knows all the neighborhoods in San Diego. He can tell you the best ones to move into, the ones that are going down in price, the ones that are going up. If you're looking to basically downsize or so you want a bigger home, Brian's your guy. I tell you, Brian did something cool for us just yesterday. Yeah. And it's funny. He we, Here's another funny thing as I say that. But he was in the emergency room. He's not feeling well. We give him a call and ask him a question. And he goes, this is what we're going to do. He goes, you had an offer on your house. It wasn't what we were asking. Yeah. And he said, I told him basically to stick it. And he said, no way. Now, I don't know other realtors that you've right. dealt with in the past. He could have easily said, you got it. We're taking it. He yeah. gets his commission. We move on. Yeah. I don't know any better. You know what he says? He said, stick it. He goes, well, what we're going to do is we're taking that house off the market. Okay. And we're going to put it back on the market in in the spring when people are in, in the point of saying, we're going to be changing schools, looking new yep. neighborhood, easier time to buy. He could have easily taken his commission yesterday and taken the deal and told us, hey, this is the, what's best and this is what's out there. You aren't going to get the exact price, but hey, it's time to come down. He said, no, fuck it. That's not what's going to happen to Dave and Rita. And he said for them, fuck off. And so we're going to take the house off the market tomorrow, and we're going to go back and and do it his way in the spring. But again, he, he probably saved us hundreds of thousands of dollars by, by being truthful and honest and being one of the best guys we know. But Brian Kerr is your guy. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. The customer always comes first.
1: Uh, what have I told you on this show for two years? A lot of places to mm-hmm. live in San Diego. You don't want to live in City Heights. And goddamn, you don't want to live in Imperial Beach. And where you're watching... The flood coverage the other day when they talked about the toxic water. Where, you're right. Where were they? You're right. At Imperial Beach. God, I don't do this shit. <laughs> you know? Since America's Got Talent, I'm here doing you a service. And none of you ever say, oh, a simple thank you would do. Instead, you all try to talk me out of it. You're all you're all losers <laughs> on this topic. <laughs> rest of your life, you couldn't be bigger winners. But on this particular thing, I told you all, stay out of IB. Drive through there. Get yourself a Mountain Dew if you need one. Good for you. Go and get a slice of pizza. Walk the beach. All of it. Just don't take your shoes off. You'll come home. You'll have two toes. <laughs> and here's the other spot we're not buying. We City Heights, Imperial Beach, and the newest spot, Nobody's moving to Poway. Do you see that shit? With
0: the, the dirty water. Yeah. Yeah.
1: God damn! What what happened up there, Poway? You smart asses! You always think you're better than all the rest of us. Well, I tell you what. Everybody else in La Mesa or Lucadia, East Lake. Guess what we can do tonight? We can all brush our teeth.
0: Our kids aren't going to school tomorrow. Having to give them bottles of water.
1: Right. And then that was the other great part of that story with those arrogant fucks in Poway. <laughs> <laughs> like that people are showing up up there trying to steal the bottled water yeah that's who your neighbors are goddamn Ramona's laughing in your face Ramona's like fuck you Poway you guys got your shit kicked out of you and guess what when Brian Curry takes you out for the open house You can scratch Poway off, too. It's no longer the jewel of East County. It's a goddamn disaster, and we should pack everybody who lives in that town up, and we can send them north. We'll trade Poway straight up for San Berdue. That's it. Bring San Berdue down here, Dave. If they were players, we'd trade them out. They're unbelievable. Poway is the Andrew Kashner of San Diego.
0: That's funny as shit. Taylor made pools. Guess what? Perfect pools just around the corner. Again, now it's the time. The perfect Christmas gift would be a pool for the oh, family. Yeah. Imagine telling your family when they open up those gifts, guess what? I got one big one left for you this time. And guess what's happening this summer? To will have that pool to swim in. Taylor-Made Pools, Alan Taylor's a guy who's been doing this more than 20 years. You can custom make your perfect pool, new construction on residential or remodel. He's your guy for, uh, for commercial residential is what I should say. And also he does remodel, repairs, equipment, repairs, pool resurfacing, tile insulation, everything you need regarding your perfect pool. Alan Taylor's your guy. 619-449-4452. Again, the company's Taylor-Made Pools, 619-449-4452.
1: Man, I love that you talked about resurfacing because how many pools have you gone in when you look at it you go all oh, this will be fun and you go in there and start playing your game of marco polo
0: yeah next thing your toes are bleeding
1: yeah you're like what the hell is this am i on the edge of a volcano well we don't really know anybody who can resurface it well bullshit you do now taylor made pools they're the ones who can do it and i I'm sorry, you keep saying Christmas, and I really disagree with you because I rarely listen enough <laughs> to hear what you say to disagree with you, but Dave, you can't tell me today wouldn't have been a day. It was outstanding.
0: It was a great day.
1: Man, it's December 1st, and today would have been another perfect pool day and football day, but Dave's right. If you are thinking about the time to do it, why not get it started so it's done for the spring? You know next summer is going to be hot again. The way everything's going down here, it's completely different. I can't think of a nicer gift to get under the tree than a tailor-made pool. But even if you have a pool and you want to remodel it, man, Alan and his group can get you all hooked up.
0: Absolutely. Don't forget about that perfect website. If your business right now is struggling or you want a little bit of a pick-me-up, Call Kyle Pfluger, heading into the new year. Kyle is your guy to help your business out. Did great websites for us. He did jakesprojects.org and Jeffshow.com, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621.
1: Having a great website means so much tomorrow, Cyber Monday. And for a lot of you that are looking around, just pay attention and look at the sites that you jump on and then look at your own site. Because if people are coming, and they stop at your homepage because it doesn't look right, how much money are you costing yourself? Because the design, the presentation, the layout, none of it makes sense. Is it easy to navigate your way through your website? Boy, tomorrow should be a huge day for small businesses. But if your site doesn't look right, you're gonna be giving money away. That's why you should give Kyle and his team a call. Nobody better, we couldn't be more happy with the work that he's done for us. And he can do that same work for you as well.
0: Absolutely. All right. So the other day, I go to uh, I go to the basketball court with Josh. All okay. right. And I said, "Hey, I'll, I'll go with you." He plays all the time. So I said, yeah. "I haven't, dude. I, honestly, I don't think I've played basketball in fifteen years."
1: Now, just playing
0: or shooting? Uh, shooting, I've shot a few times, but playing, like just okay. running up and down the half court, court, playing half full. court. Okay? okay. And there were guys that wanted to go full court, but I had no desire to play. I'm just going to go and shoot around with yeah. them. And uh, try and run a little bit. So all of a sudden, you look down, and there are six guys on the other side. And Josh, hey, you want to play? And I was like, fuck, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, that's what I was in my head. What are you doing? And I'm I'm like, well, we drove separate, so I'll just get out of my keys and leave right now. And next thing you know, I'm fucking in because it's only eight guys. It's four and four. And so I'm like, in my head, I'm going to sit there and go, I'm just not going to fucking shoot because I know I'm going to suck. But I'll rebound and play defense and pass the ball and whatever else. There you go. I'll be fucking Dwight Howard. Yeah, All right? make your contribution. That's it. So they fucking, let's pick teams. It's not a matter, hey, you two know each other, stay on the team. First four guys to make it on a team. Well, fuck, he makes it. I'm fucking out. I don't, I'm, now we're on different teams. I'm like, this has already turned into a horrible time. <laughs> you know? I already yeah. know he, he's going to fucking out-shoot us and we're going to fucking lose. Right. Three games in, fucking we're 0-3. All right? God. And I'm just like, God dang it. And I've, and I've shot, I think, three shots total in three games. Fucking missed every one of them. All, all right. right. Terrible, dude. I might as well be shooting left-handed. And, uh, and I'm like, motherfucker. I hate losing. Yeah. So Josh goes, hey, how about we switch the teams? I get on on Josh's team. Then this this dickhead pulls this move. There are four, guy, four guys on the team, obviously. None of us are wearing fucking jerseys. We don't know each other. Right. Grab a rebound. This guy, hey, over here, I'm open. Fucking, I flip it out. Other team. <laughs> complete dick move so I'm like dude I'm a fucking kick your ass <laughs> and I dude waited that is great. I waited to fucking pound this motherfucker the whole time and I could, he would not go under the basket he yeah. just was hanging 10 feet down the three point yeah, line you. I was gonna fucking crush this asshole I told Josh I said dude I'm gonna fucking go back and I'm gonna fucking get a shot on this I'm still pissed dude yeah. right now so Josh and I are on the same team I get the ball man I go to my left that was my signature move Yep. Dude, pop right in the hip flexor oh. like a, like a, like, a oh, no. like a, fucking pop. And I'm like, fuck. And I know I'm fucking hurt, but I don't want to let anyone know I'm hurt. Josh right. Josh stops the game. Hey, are you hurt? Yeah, you fucking dick. Now everyone knows I'm fucking hurt. <laughs> You're done. So whoever I'm guarding just going to keep running around me. You know right. what I mean? Every time I yeah. get the ball, layup, fucking layup drills. What team are you on? I'm like, Jesus. So we fucking play. We end up losing that game. Only game he lost is the one he's on my team. All right. We're we'll walking to the car, and he and I'm I'm fucking pissed off. He he just turns to me, "Hey, no offense." Okay, now you know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. No offense. Were you ever good? Head- oh! <laughs> dude, it was the biggest fucking kick in the nuts, dude. He owed you. And I was like, "Yeah, I was fucking good, you asshole." Where? I was good. I was good in high school. Fuck, we won two goddamn CIFs and shit, uh, motherfucker. Uh. I was captain of my guiding basketball <laughs> team. You dick. I was so pissed off, man, that he drops the "were you ever good" line. <laughs> and dude, here I, am. I couldn't even fucking raise my. You got know, dude, dude, I couldn't even raise my right leg to get in the car. I, my leg won't go forward. It was, it was ridiculous. My seventy-two-year-old sister-in-law had to hold my shoe out yesterday oh, to put it on my, my right God. foot. Oh
1: my God! Get it you, together.
0: I couldn't. You ever have a hip flexor injury? Oh, I've never years had one. Ago. Really, you, dude? But just so fucking painful. It's ridiculous.
1: Um, I've got something that's going to save your day. Go ahead. And it's going to save everybody else's. It's a perfect way to get out of here. The way we have spent so much of the last four days, where have we spent it? We've spent it in traffic, right? Yep. Well, here's a great game for all of us. And I invented this game. I feel like the guy who invented the Rubik's Cube because this is going to be the game that's going to change your life. And it may change it in a good way. But you may learn to hate it because once I describe it, it'll never be out of your head. Okay. And the game is called You're My Bitch. (laughs) And the game is really, really simple. And this is the way it works. When you're driving, you are in competition with the lane immediately either to your left or to your right. Okay. You pick it. Just one lane. Not everybody else. Don't get cocky. And every car you pass, you say in your head, you're my bitch. (laughs) And you keep score. But if they pass you, oh, fuck. They just told you, hey, fuck you. You're my bitch. (laughs) And now.
0: Play that game to get a speeding ticket?
1: No. That's the other challenge. It's kind of like when you played uh, baseball as a teenager and you played in the Little League field. If you hit a home run, you're out. Yeah. Like you get a speeding ticket, you're gone. You're fucking uh, Miles Garrett. (laughs) you're out disqualified. No, that makes it more of a challenge. I mean, you could go 80, right? 80 shouldn't get you a ticket. 75, the whole thing. Yeah. But play the you're my bitch game. I'm telling you, it's so fun. Because all of a sudden, and if you can go, you could probably go in the lane, not quite the fast lane, but the lane to the right of the fast lane. And then you could play against the fast lane yep. on your left and the number two lane on your right. And all of a sudden, you're feeling pretty good. You're up about four to one. And then some asshole will blow by you like, shit. <laughs> I am not that guy's bitch.
0: Do you play it with, do your kids know the game? What game you're playing? They don't know the language involved.
1: But I have another game that I play with my son, Jack, that infuriates his mom and his brother. When we go to the movies. Jack and I stay after the movie to see how many people in the in the cast and crew were named Jack and how many people were named Jeff. Okay. His brother's Cade. He's Never fucking in. out. Yeah. You might as well just watch. his mom, Vita. You're not fucking yeah. in. Come on. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> and they said tonight, we watched Ford versus Ferrari. And they're like, are you guys playing that game? And Jack goes, we played every movie. Oh, that's fine. And she's like, well, we're going home. We'll see you at home. And I uh, I won. 10 to 4. <laughs> 10 now to th- 4.
0: Does it count if, uh, if Jeff is spelled with a G? Nope. Okay.
1: And fuck him. It doesn't count if the guy's name is Bart Jackson. It's your first name, asshole. He said, Bart Jackson. And that doesn't count. I go, God damn If I would have named you Steve, there were about three in a row right there. But it sucks to be you. Yeah. Yeah. That's another great game. So I Dave. Like it. I like that yeah, game. You and Josh could play it when you go to the movies. See how many Dave and uh <laughs> Dave and Josh's there are. But yeah, for parents, play that game. That's play funny. Play that. But then the You're My Bitch game will make traffic go a lot faster. You'll feel pretty good about yourself. That is too funny. All
0: right, All right we're when back, are we here. Coming back.
1: I think uh Wednesday night we'll probably be back here. All right, good we'll deal. See you then.
0: See ya